If you want to save money on your trading card purchases, we have a promo link uh, over at 50cards.shop. Enter the promo code at night to get 5% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night, your weekly question mark Vanguard podcast. Uh, I'm Atlas. Who else is here with me? I'm I'm also Matt. I'm root beer. <laughs> Goddamn. I know it's been a weird co- like couple of weeks. We'll do one, we'll be off for a week. We come back on for a couple of weeks, then we're off again. Real life uh, sucks. What did you say? My life I sucks. I said real life, real life sucks. It yeah. does indeed suck. Yeah. Um yeah. So in regards to stuff happening, not a lot of like major game news or whatever. <laughs> Imagination. <laughs> no, none of that. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I guess uh, there's a couple of like news, newsy things to look at, like a certain Leonorn that got revealed today. Uh oh. That. That's uh, what I don't understand. Like, How many Leonorns are we at now? Is this like the fourth one? This is the third uh, one. Oh my we, god! We have officially hit a hat trick of Leonorns. Um, Leonorn might be setting the record for like most new forms in the shortest amount of time. I wonder if anyone has uh, like kept track of that sort of thing. I, I mean, I think the clear winner is the Keter guy, right? Revolt form. Uh, oh, youth. Yeah, youthberg. Youthberg had like four or five or something, and like three set, two sets, and a TD. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But that's also his gimmick, though. That's true. So like, in terms of just like thing, you know. Yeah, in terms of just natural progression, Leonor might be one of the fastest. Mm-hmm. And for possibly the dumbest reason, uh, as soon as there we go, yeah. it loads there. All right, so. Marsh Fleur, Marsh Le Fleur, Marsh Fleur, Leonor Vivance, uh, Vivace. So, grade three, Stoikea with unison dress. There's another dress thing to keep track of. <laughs> Auto, when this unit is placed on riding on a unit with Leonorn in its different card name, or on a unit in unison dress, draw a card, and this unit becomes in unison dress for the rest of the fight. So much to unpack, but also auto on van once per turn when this unit in unison dress attacks while not boosted. Stand all of your rear guards and boost this unit. If three or more uh, rear guards are boosting at the end of the battle, counter blast one, choose three of your units, stand them, and those units get plus 5k and drive minus one. Units without boost can perform boost. Perform boost. boost. <laughs> what am I looking? What? <laughs> Gentle happening. Oh, uh, what if we made Leonor mask, but she also restood herself? Identity theft is not a joke, Jim. <laughs> um, am I wrong, or does this seem pretty good? Uh, it does seem good. I mean, like it restands itself. Of course, it's good. Uh, the only thing is, like, because it has to write a different name, you don't get Persona Ride Turn Four. Right. Mm. That's like the main thing, but I would just that... draw the cup. Yeah. 
Uh, no, you can't use the cup with the turn you ride. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, you you, you yeah, cannot persona good. ride turn four. Yeah. So Which is like, I mean, you're making like six attacks minimum. One, one of them is a vanguard attack. That's probably like fifty k. I think it's fine. But yeah, and... these card designs are so fucking boring sometimes. Yeah, I saw your tweet from earlier today. Care to go into some detail about that? What if we just restood harder? <laughs> like, I'm like that's just D's card design right now. Like, what if we just gave it a fourth attack? Okay, we got to make another version of that. What if it attacked more? Yeah, um, I'm I'm going back and looking back, looking at Leonorn Mask because. Well, Leonorn Mask just restood any two things or right. any two rear guards. This one is any three units, which means itself. Yeah, and it's just it's it's straight power creep on it. Yeah, which, it's been uh, like three sets since Leonorn Mask came out, and honestly, like Leonorn Mask effectively got one wave of support, right? Mm -hmm. Like it came out, that was like the only wave of support they got, and then now we just have another one already. Yeah. So. This has happened with Bruce also, because you had Bruce, Bruce Grade 4, and then Purple well, Bruce. Well, that also happened with, uh, what's his, what's his name? Uh, fuck. Nirvana. Yeah, Nirvana. The same thing happened with Nirvana there. At least that... Actually, no, you're... Like, that one didn't really have any, like, real waves of support. Or, and then they just, like, made another one. Yeah. It... I... See what they're getting at, where they're trying not to overly power creep one particular ride line by having like these little offshoots. But it's like, I mean, this one's not even an offshoot, right? Like, you could, yeah, you just play this on top of the original Leonorn. Mm -hmm. Also, it is power creep. This deck is making like six attacks, yeah. <laughs> but <sighs> it seems that for most of the ride lines, they're trying to do that to stem power creep, and this one, they're just like, I mean. No, this is just, like, the anime design that they had way back at the beginning of Vanguard, where they made a new stride every set. Mm -hmm. Or, like, making a new grade 3 every other set. Like, this is just that, but, like, the the design of D means it's just the same guy. Instead of them inventing, like, 20 different Vanguards for Naoki to play. Yeah. Um, I liked... That was kind of a good thing about uh you know g was that adding a new stride didn't like change the makeup of your deck completely it was mm -hmm. okay add this to your to your g zone to your extra deck and then uh, keep on going from there for yeah. v or now this it's just like okay now i have to take this into consideration every goddamn time uh i mean this was also what happened in the original vanguard like the current era of Vanguard just feels like we're in Limit Break again. Remember when in Limit Break, like, half the clans just had a restanding Vanguard? I do remember that. Yeah, like, we are in this exact same space where it's like, everything is, what if we made another attack? And mm -hmm. then, uh, instead of printing, like, a new, different card to play every time a new set comes out, it's just the same guy being retrained over and over again. Like, I think the most recent wave of grade threes from the TDs in set six have been like the fastest turnover we've had for like Vanguard forms. Cause we have like the original version, then we had like the mask version for Leonorn and Jeweled. 
we're now getting a new Leonorn that's power creeping the mask version within basically like one wave of support. Uh, they're revealing another Drajeweled card that's not being featured in the anime. Like that's going to be next week. So it does feel like bad writing in the anime is also just affecting like card design <laughs> where like Ura jo joined the bad guys and got the mask version and then instant like she wins one fight and then instantly loses to Yu Yu and goes back to the good guys. So we now Isn't have that to make how, another. That's how reverse worked. Like exactly. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> this entire season of Vanguard is just limit break all over again. Damn it, guys. Yeah. Yeah, no, that did happen because we got like Ethics Buster, then we got Ethics Buster Reverse, then we got Ethics Buster Extreme. Uh, I think the same thing happened with uh, Luke here, right? We had Luke here, then Luke here Reverse, then Venus Luke here. Mm -hmm. And like the whole lore reason was like, oh, she's traumatized after uh, coming out of the reverse. And I'm like, okay, all right, cool, I guess. I. <sighs> Is Bushiro just kind of out of tricks at this point? I mean, yes. It does. <laughs> like, recently, it does feel like they have just forgotten that there are other card designs that they have to draw from. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot. Like I said, a lot of decks right now are just like, what if more attacks? They have been, to their credit, they have been trying to find like novel ways of making the fourth attack. But they are just drawing from that same pool, right? Like, how many throwaway decks are we at now that's just, like, make another attack? Uh, we had, like, the fuck Solarion in set 10. What else? Like, Gondiva, despite being, like, a deck focused heavily on, like, retiring and gaining card advantage, just has a guy that makes a fourth attack for no reason. Yeah. Like, Bruce went down to four attacks from five in his purple yeah. form. And then they Alden. just gave... Yeah, Alden, like, the new one is just, like, make a fourth attack. Like, we just got a Tachikaze promo that just makes a fourth attack. Oh, yeah, Matt, how do you feel about that? I I do not know. <laughs> I, the real question like... is, why? Yeah. Do we want to just, like, scroll... Do we yeah, want to yeah, just, I'll... like, scroll up to it? It's not that far up. Oh, no, it, it, I, are, are we done with this first before I... Uh... I mean, I don't have anything else to add for it. Okay. Like, yeah, it looks strong. It's basically just the grade four Bruce, but Leonorn. Yeah. All right. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, we have you read it. We found our dinosaur archetype. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, me or Matt? Matt. All right. So, Steel Lord Dragon Spino Marquis. I guess it's technically a dragon. When you placed on Van, you can look at top seven, choose up to two dino dragons from among them, call them to rear, shuffle your deck. Sure. And an auto, when this unit attacks a Vanguard, counterblast, retire a dino dragon rear guard, which I guess is a lot of Tachis. Draw a card, this unit gets power plus 10, choose up to one dino dragon from your hand, call it to rear, and retire all of your opponent's rear guards in the same column as a call unit. It's very, very early, uh, yeah. early Tachi, pre, pre Gaia. Flavor. Yeah. Well, well we're never we getting the, we're never getting this card anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> and then under that they're like some dino dragons to look out for. And then it's like, just like <laughs> these are all bad. Yeah. Um 
Well, we found uh, the dinosaur archetype. Yep, and they're like, great. Now all the di- all the all the Tachi skins can shut up, and it's like, but mm. but why? <laughs> I don't know if that was even necessary or fine. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but <laughs> it's yeah, but it's very annoying that this card is just like, what if fourth attack, right? Yeah, fourth attack on your and uh, th- this is like what um, Graham Grace was at first light, where they were like, "There's no ride line for it. Figure your own shit out." Uh, yeah, and then you just play Blaster Dark. Yeah, and then what's probably going to happen is, it, depending on how popular this gets, they're going to make a TD for it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess. I, think I mean, cool. we have like a bunch of we have a bunch of just random ass promo grade threes though. Uh, they should be box toppers instead of 11. I'll tell you when I get my case. Okay. Yeah, please. So that yeah. is what you're doing. That. Yes, I remember I that you... I just have birthday money to spend on it, so fuck it. I will pretend that this game pays enough dividends that that was worth it, even though it clearly isn't. Mm-hmm. You know what does pay dividends is on the Nexus Core YouTube channel, me flattening Richard like five games in a row um, that he's now putting up from that recording session, uh, he, he did not have a good afternoon. I'll tell you that. Uh, well, you just be, you just bullying people now? Um, not bullying, but maybe relishing in the fact that I win on camera for once because <laughs> I never do. Uh, Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. We really should for, we really should upload more videos to our YouTube channel again. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, uh, random. Random, uh, not a ride line, ride line for yeah. Tachikaze stands, which now they just need like Angel Feather and Mega Colony. Yeah. Um, uh, what else is missing from the clan? Let me. Because one have... of the weird, one of the weird things about uh, like those particular clans is they're so visually uh, distinct. Yeah. That whenever something close to it would get revealed right so any of these dino dragons come out you get the people being like where's my where's my dinos deep bushy where's yeah. my shit you know in terms of like play styles that we don't have yet like we don't have anything that does damage zone stuff like angel feather mm-hmm. like yeah. we don't have a bug grade three we don't really have a stun deck either and uh we don't really have dimension police we're just like make we have a bunch of things that make the Vanguard really big. We don't really have anything that cares about that. I guess, like, Silhouette is the closest thing. Yeah. But, like, to be Dimension Police versus Vanguard-centric, there's something to it that I can't really describe besides just I add a lot of power to my Vanguard. Yeah. I guess, like, you have to care that your Vanguard has a lot of power, right? If it's just that your Vanguard gets... It's like Leonard, right? Like if your Vanguard just gets really big and then does something else, then that like that doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. Is it like thresholds that you're looking for? Like if this is at 35k, then I mean, you get to the, do this thing. Look, like that's the easiest thing, right? Mm-hmm. And but also like yes, pretty much. Like that's basically how like DP cards have worked for a long time. It's just like if you have this amount of power or this amount of criticals, do a thing. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, DP and premium right now is really, really funny. DP, <laughs> yeah. I mean, DP has been good in premium for a while now. Mm-hmm. Source, I um, keep get source. I keep losing to it. There you go. 
Uh, shout out to uh, our friend Peter, who uh, he got both laurels on board at the same time, and hijinks quickly ensued. Um, That's pretty. Funny. He also put down yeah. the linka just to like really ruin your day. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. I had one rollick. I was like, I think I'm okay. I can rollick through this, and then he was like, not nah, two. <laughs> that is the DP experience. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it was one of those things where, like, I lost to him and just started laughing because it's a very funny mm -hmm. way to lose. Um, but uh, yeah, there's that. There was also uh, we we tweeted about this earlier today. There, uh, Bushir was like, "Hey, user survey. What are you thinking?" There's so much to talk about. Yeah, like. The short, like the short list of things that I put down, and I forgot some things too. Mm -hmm. Like too many, like too many products. Like especially this year in particular, where like the way they shifted things around with certain delay, like certain delayed sets, certain English exclusive meant like we got more sets than we typically would just because some things from last year rolled over to this year. Yeah. So like. Yeah, for us, we got the Minerva set in February, right? And so that means by the end of the year, we're going to have five main sets instead of four, like we normally do, which yeah. means just a ton of things are... Especially, like, right now, where it's like, all right, set 11 just released, and then next month we're getting three new TDs and set 12, and then we're getting set 13 in December, so there's just, like, a ton of cards coming out right now. And plus, you know, we have things like festival collection in between. So there's just like a lot of products. It's hard to keep up anymore just because like so much stuff is coming out so quickly. And also like the way they're handling English exclusive products, they're not very good. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also that like fucks, fucks around with the schedule. So we keep getting things later, which means more things get pushed into like the next year. And then that means... Like, as they try to, like, compress things and catch us up, we have a ton of products releasing at the same time. And then, you know, on the premium side of the thing, it's like, we have one set a year, and that's not good enough. Yeah, and the worst part is, like, most of us are pretty excited <laughs> when that happens. And then uh, they're just like, alright, we're done. Let's uh, let's I mean, see you next year. We're people? I don't know, I feel like the response to like history collection was mixed but let's not get into that the, the point is that we need more than one premium set a year right like yeah i think we should be down to like four standard products a year in general not just like four main nation products and then like two lyrical sets plus festival collections mm -hmm. plus like constructed like constructed sets are fine like they're not those aren't that big and you know if they're not if it doesn't interest you it doesn't interest you but like it is very frustrating that we have like six nation sets a year or like six standard sets a year plus like side boosters plus all this other stuff for the main standard format. Meanwhile, like they seem to be pushing a new direction for premium. Like they want to go back to Giera with all of the history stuff, but you have one set. It's a reprint set. So you have like one errata stride that doesn't really apply to the nation as a whole either. So you have, or not applied to every clan as a whole. I'm getting mixed up now. So you have this problem of like, 
not every clan has its time in the sun, but also, you know, one of the points with the Gradora discussion recently is like, if you take it away, Mega Colony will starve, which is, you know, debatable, but like, we're not getting into that. The point is that we shouldn't feel like that. We shouldn't have to be in this position where nerfing an obvious problem means a clan will starve because Bushiroad just cannot print more than one set of support a year. I, I'm still of the belief that if it's for the health of the game, that you can sacrifice a clan's viability. Yeah, like I think it's fine if Mega Colony yeah. starves for a bit, but I feel like we shouldn't have to feel like that, right? Like, that you shouldn't feel like that should be the only option. Yeah. Yeah. That like if you take away this card, the clan will starve. Like ideally, we would just print more support. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, or like uh, I don't know, Neonet or uh, OTT with the with the Ichikashima stuff for yeah. a time there and they don't really like just a little bit more you know like we don't yeah but like, we don't have anything other than Ishishima, right like all of mm -hmm. our win conditions is just trying to finesse different ways to tell our opponent they can't guard yeah like that sucks or or just be like i there's a crit there i mean that's, that's fine it. like yeah. i mean that's fine there's only so many ways you can win the game but just mm -hmm. like the fact that, like, OTT for a while has just been trying to find different ways of saying you can't guard is lame. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I really... wish... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, like, I wish we had other things to do. I wish they, they like, the thing they had with Momo, where it was a restander, was a cool idea, and I wish they did more with that, but all they did was, like, alright, you get one restander, and then we're going back to the guard restraint. I mean, they didn't even go back to the guard restrict. Like, the next one just, like, basically got a million drive checks. Mm -hmm. And then it's you just, had a... Yeah, it's just, like, random V cards that have guard restricts on them, so we just mm -hmm. keep combining it with Ichikishima and just continuing to crutch on this seven-year-old card. Yeah. Uh, so it's only six years. I think it came out in 2017. It's... Ichikishima... It was definitely while we were still in college, at least. So, whatever that means. Um, yeah, 2017. Uh, yeah, so it kind of just feels like we're in a glitch in the Matrix. Mm -hmm. What do you mean? It kind of feels like we're in a glitch in the Matrix now. Uh, yeah, what, what do you mean by that? <laughs> it, it feels it, like I, I'm getting a lot of deja vu of stuff. Um, I see. Uh, with, uh, like, feeling like we're in... G era for parts of it, feeling like we're in limit break area era for parts of standard. And yeah. well, feeling like we're back in G era was deliberate design decision, but mm -hmm. I don't think they did a particularly great job of it. Like I don't know who's nostalgic for fucking Goblade. <laughs> it's not about the Goblade. It's about yeah. the abs. No, uh <laughs> yeah. but like <laughs> That's not the iconic strides you think of when you think of Royal Paladin, right? The on hits? Fuck no. Nobody yeah. was like, Like, yeah, nobody man. thought that about any of them. It's either just a bigger version of the Grade 3, or, like, very specific things like Lambros, right? Mm -hmm. And then but, some of them were just like... There was a Fighter's Collection that came out before 
some clans got their support proper, mm -hmm. either in a TD or whatever. So the unhit that they turned into that was from a fighter's collection that no one gave a shit about, like Miracle of yeah. Luna Square Clifford. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> or um, what's his face for Tachikaze, the one that doesn't have Engorge because they <laughs> hadn't invented that yet. Yeah. Yep. And then they also put Loris in there, even though for whatever reason. Can somebody please elaborate what is going on with Loris? Because I quickly googled the artists just to make sure they weren't like dead or something, and they seem to still be active. So I assumed there was just some sort of dispute with the artist, like what happened with Amon's artist for the longest time. Mm, could have been. But like for whatever reason, right? Like they cannot get more art of Loris made, which is why instead of having alt art like everything else, Loris just has the fish runes. I still cannot believe they did that. But, like, yeah. You know, you have a card like that where it's like, okay, so for one reason or another, you cannot give this card more support, but you're also putting it in the collection. Like, why? I I couldn't tell you if I wanted to. Like, yeah. And, again, like, the choice to retrain these like random on hits instead of more iconic cards. I feel like 2019, like 2019 or the premium collection 2019 was a very poorly designed set. Like the disparity between like the best and worst cards are huge, but also the best cards of that set are some of the worst cards to ever exist. You know, some things like Ichikishima, like Gridora right now, like Gastiel, where it's like, why did you ever print this? Like, how did anyone think this was ever okay? at all i'm like going back and look at this so this is where we got the progenitor dragons right yeah yeah but in um, terms of like the cards they chose to retrain they chose good ones right because it was like okay they turned twin sword into a stride you know it's the amber clone it was pretty iconic for, you know it was a staple for the early game mm -hmm. ichikishima is the only good stride ott has or at least did at the time yeah. You know, they Morfessa, retrained like Morfesso is like Blue Art's mm -hmm. buddy or whatever. Yeah, they they did like Raphael, which was originally the stride that just like healed you, right? Mm -hmm. And they just made that they they just made that but bigger. Uh, you know, like they had all of the like, uh, what was it? Fuck, what was the god evil god's name? Forty five k, Gizeh. Oh. Like, they had all the Gize disciples, so it was, like, Gastille, Dumjid, uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck. Valeos, and, like, Gridora, yeah. right? So, all of those things. Gratrina, I think, was, like, the stride fodder for... No. What was Katrina? Yeah. I know Katrina was an existing card. I don't remember what she was. Uh, she's Katrina... not the stride fodder. Oh, no, Katrina was the, was the some bloom card where she just got really big. It was some yeah, one. but I think it was, yeah. but it was a card that you played for a while. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but so in general, like 2019, they chose to restrain a bunch of like existing cards that you would recognize. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, for this like big history collection where they're trying to revive these old GR cards like Goblade or Clifford or whatever the fucking OTT one is. Like, who cares about these? You know, Part of me you were... thinks they did it just because it was the one place they hadn't been yet. Mm -hmm. Maybe. When they were like, all right, yeah. well, this is un un uncharted territory. Let's do something with it. Yeah, but it's just like... I 
you know, if I were thinking like a big G era revival, I would be thinking of things like Aura Geyser or uh, Lambros, you know, Gilderai, these cards that like were played, you know, people who were playing in G era would have stronger memories of these cards. Like, why wouldn't you try to retrain those instead? Don't know what to tell you, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not like, okay, here's, I'm not necessarily disappointed. I just feel off. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. Last week, I had a seizure from Friday between Friday night and Saturday morning. I swear this is getting somewhere. Uh, I had a seizure. I spent the next two days just sleeping. Uh, nice. And then this entire week, I haven't felt like myself at all. Um, mm -hmm. And now that we're here and we're talking about this, I'm having a microcosm of what, how I've been feeling as a feeling of what the game is right now. <laughs> so, like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just really weird that, like, recently it feels like Bushiroad is doing this big nostalgia push, but it feels like they're doing it really badly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, this was kind of the case in V-Era, too, where, like, Sometimes you get V-era versions of cars that are extremely faithful, like practically a recreation of the original form. Mm -hmm. And then you have things like Maelstrom, where it's like, what if we turned it into a restander? Right, like, or like Sharhot, right? Where it's like, what if it restands two things? And like, okay, like every other iteration of Sharhot has been like some sort of guard restrict. Why does this restand things? Or like Hari with someone. like the stage yeah. thing. Or it's like sometimes they'll just go in like wildly different directions for these cards, but sometimes they'll be extremely faithful. Like I think like V Lukier is basically identical to the original. It's yeah, about. Um the I believe that the original Lukier was uh I, I have to No, look. they were both act no, okay. It, it was like uh a zero one two three on the original one. And then yeah. The V one, it was so a less the original one was like Soul Blast and the Silver Thorn beginning a main phase. Oh wait, no, this is the wrong one. This is the Stride bonus version. No, uh, the original one, Counter Blast three zero one two three from Soul Call it to rear, and then yep. new ones like Counter Blast two discard any number of Silver Thorns from Soul to rear guard, and the front row gets like five k. Yeah, so pretty, pretty on brand for them. Uh, more yeah, like phobic, but yeah. Like, you can see how you arrive at this from the original, but then you have things like Maelstrom or Sharhot, where it's like, no, wait, how did you get here? <laughs> or I'm not like, faulting them for experimenting, yeah. necessarily. Yeah, but, like, that, I don't know, maybe that'll be, if I ever do a deconstruction of V video, where it's just like, yeah, no, stop. Like, V was this weird thing where, like, they could not commit to doing a full reboot like D is, where they completely change everything, mm -hmm. but also they did not they were not completely faithful to the original either, so it's just this weird middle ground of, like, not entirely correct nostalgia. It's a fever dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I don't really have... There's not really a call to action with this episode, except for maybe go do that survey. Uh, yeah, <laughs> go do the survey. There's a lot... Also, like in well, the list well, of, sorry, hmm? 
One of my biggest problems with D, and this is a problem I don't think either of you have brought up yet, is guarding is just atrocious. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, going to say that. Like, no, I'll, yeah, uh, I'll, even I'll guarding it. early like doesn't really like help you as like as much as you think it would. Like it doesn't save you that much later. It and, does like not. it's just feels so bad. And like this was kind of like the writing on the wall whenever they like kept the power trigger powers the same but actually reduced the shield overall mm-hmm. when it already wasn't enough in V. And you you could make the argument back then like oh well everyone was like stacking 8 billion gifts in V and that's not going to well. <laughs> Here we are again. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, and I remember fighting you on this when D was first coming out, and I've since rescinded that position because I mean, I think that. you were, I think you were wrong as early as set one when Bastion was making four attacks that were all thirty k. Yeah, and it's kind of like, and this this problem's not uncommon, but like at least back in like Giera, the early guarding was like somewhat effective down the line yeah mm-hmm. but like now it's just useless yeah. like it's not what? useless but like it, it's not as impactful as you like as, as it needs to be mm-hmm. and for the cards that have bigger shield that's kind of all they have usually yeah. where they're like haha i am a 10k shield and you're like that that's it uh, yeah yeah, yeah but, but also be- like why are we in the kiddie pool of only gaining like 5k shield still? You know, we're printing decks that make like six or seven attacks that are all like hitting number. You know, Gondiva can make four attacks that are all like 40k now. Like, how are we still in the kiddie pool of, oh, you can soul blast one to give it 5k shield? Like, to their credit, like more recently, they have been upping the shield value of cards. Like, the Carbuncles all have 15k. Mm hmm. You know, more cars are gaining 10k shield instead of just five now, but we're at the point where decks are gaining like five, ten thousand trivially, and then you add in things like Persona Ride, and so all of their columns are like 30k plus. It's a day late and a dollar short, I think. Yeah, like we need a defensive overhaul in D. Like we need a new defensive mechanic. I think Blitz orders are just not very good. Mm-hmm. Like no one wants to commit the deck space unless they have to, right? Right. Um, because most of the time it's uh, your defensive, uh, your blitz orders are kind of, are just not losing compared to mm-hmm. doing something, right? This isn't, yeah. this isn't Yu-Gi-Oh's hand traps. You're, you're not ash blossoming something. You're not... Uh, yeah, like know, a lot of blitz of orders aren't proactive yeah. enough to really be effective. They take up space in the deck that could just go to like combo pieces. And, you know only having utility on the opponent's turn. A lot of them have pretty heavy costs, like a lot... Like, yeah, you can get Blitz Orders that get up to, like, 30k shield if you pay, like, a Counter Blast or meet some other, like, weird condition. It's not just on your opponent's turn, it's during your opponent's battle phase. Oh, yeah, that's right. After everything's already been set up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And also things like the effect heals, right, where... Like, we honestly could just print straight-up better versions of heal triggers, but they chose not to. They chose to make them 10k shields and highly situational. Mm-hmm. They they could have just made them the actual heal guardians from V into V. I think I think they would have been like, alright, cool, whatever. <laughs> like, or enough. Is that too, uh, too presumptuous or no? Mm. I mean... I don't know that heal guards are necessarily fixing the problem, right? 
Like, certainly, like, there is some early aggression, but a lot of the problem is right now is just, like, the moment a lot of decks hit, like, turn three, they immediately bl uh, blow up into this huge offense. Mm -hmm. So, like, the set 12 meta right now is, like, Bastion, Gondiva, like, Orphist, which kind of tracks, like, the tokens get pretty big. And so you run into the same problem where it's like, okay, all these decks are making, like, four attacks that are all, like, 30k plus columns. Yeah. Turn, like, turn three, and it's like, heal guards don't solve that, right? No. Um, I more meant as, like, a... you could They could have done, like... They could have, like, phoned it in by doing heal guards, and it still would have been, like, better than what we have. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's just very... Yeah, like, the effect heals are very irritating because of just how, like, specific they are. Mm -hmm. And I think it's pretty notable, like, even when the conditions for playing them are there, people don't do it consistently. Like, we've had things like Gondiva, right? But at the same time, like, okay, so it becomes 25k shield, which is nice, when, but because Gondiva is consistently swinging for, like, 40k... And the effect only works if the attacking unit has crit 2, not from a trigger. Then it's like, okay, you still need two cards against Gondiva at least to, like, two-pass it. Maybe more if you're just trying to block it out entirely. We'll ignore the over-trigger for now. So it's like, why don't you just PG it? And at that point, like, the benefit of running the heal isn't there anymore. Yeah. Because, like, nothing else is gaining a crit for that effect to be worthwhile. You know, same thing with, like, Prison Dragons in Zorgo, where it's like, okay, but the columns are, like, 50k, so at that point, you're still committing, like, two, three cards anyways. <laughs> so, which, again, makes the fact that they're so situational even more frustrating, where it's like, okay, it's a power crypt, like, yeah, if you just printed a power crept heal, it's still situational, but at least we wouldn't have to make that decision anymore. Yeah. Instead, it's like, worse half of the time, and ha other times doesn't even help in the situation you need it in. <clears throat> Incredible. But, but I'm and going on very, an angry yeah, tirade now. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think this is probably a, a good place to leave off, because to... Yeah. Go, go do that stupid survey, because we got problems we got to fix. Yeah, The game doesn't so, feel like itself. TLD, like, there are problems. Biggest ones, like, I think, too many product releases, bad ratios, you know, like, uh, gameplay-wise, like, defensive power is lacking. Promos. Just promos. Promos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, reprints are bad. Uh, the, like, old, the old card game promo problem is never-ending. Yeah. How I don't remember it being as bad in Yu-Gi-Oh as it is here. Are you sure? Crush card virus being a three. Diamond King Crab. Yeah. I wasn't there for Diamond King Crab. Crush card virus. I was there for Stratos. Uh, oh yeah, Stratos was a pain, but I also lived near a Barnes and Noble, so <laughs> that, yeah. that wasn't super. Any cool. prize card that was remotely yeah. playable. Yeah, prize card. <laughs> Oh, right. Lightsworn. Yeah. 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 See, now Konami does the good old fashioned price gouging of just short printing an important card. Remember when Sprite Blue was $100? Oh, my God.
yeah <sighs> it's weird watching that from the outside anyway go do that dumb survey i'll link it in the in the show notes Although, um, as long as we're on Yu Gi Oh, there is a there was a Yu Gi Oh band list today. There sure was. Do <laughs> you guys want to run run through that real quick? Then, uh, Cashier Rise Heart band. We're done. Yeah, they okay. banned the Rise Heart. Uh, they also limited Magna uh, Pe- uh, Chaos Space. <laughs> oh yeah, they did limit Chaos Space. That kind of sucks. The Dragon Link is cool. Yeah, they also unbanned a Salaman, Great Gazelle, and some up. I'm not uh, even sure the, the Gazelle Unlimit is matters that much. I, I all I've seen, I haven't watched any U, like YouTubers anything, <laughs> but I've just seen the thumbnails of them being like, "Where's the rest of it?" And it's like, <laughs> yeah, this is like this is like a third not, of a ban list. Yeah, they're not happy. <laughs> they got our ban list. Like <laughs> Fushi Road just... and Konami have formed a hive mind specifically for releasing mediocre ban lists. They will ban Dimensional Barrier one day. <laughs> one day they will ban that card yeah like it's, shifter why not just d barrier yeah why not just ban d barrier now why wait like it's going to be banned eventually might as well do it now is it because it sucks when or like you go first you do your combo and then flip it when they yeah, you flip d barrier and you know what your opponent's playing probably at this point for you know yeah. reasons unknown and you're like i'm gonna call fusion against branded or some shit and you're like they're like well uh go ahead <laughs> and you're like no that's fine unchained is the best deck now they're a link deck d barrier yeah you'll just call it. link <laughs> oh you can't for d barrier don't that one. <laughs> yeah anyway. that's also true yeah d Bar- d barrier is like it's so dumb because like yeah unchained doesn't care what else doesn't care Dragon Link? No, uh... <laughs> well, Dragon Link will probably still be alive and also not care. Pearly cares because yeah. you just named XCs. And yeah. then... Well, Lab is playing D-Barrier. Yeah, yeah. Lab, Lab is part of the problem. <laughs> oh, and I guess for, uh, you know, Vanguard players who don't know what D-Barrier is, it is a card that uh, basically can just shut off certain decks based on what you say. I- imagine there was a Vanguard card that you just play at the start of your opponent's turn and they cannot strike that turn for some reason. Yeah, they can still persona that, yeah. ride, but yeah. like and stuff like that. But they can't stride, and so you're just like they're just like, all right, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's pretty yeah. much what it's like. See, that's how you do a blitz order. No, <laughs> do not. See, at least, <laughs> at least Konami had the decency to ban their formats, Gradora. That's, that's true. true. What, what, right. the, what they could also what they also need to do in, in Yu-Gi-Oh is hit all the d- other dumb floodgates that mm. are still around. What like Tiku and Dozen Match and all that, or. It's, yeah, the old okay. DM staples, <laughs> not really, but DM, yeah. D, they're old Duel Master cards that are just still a problem because FP yeah. goes and match. D barrier, uh, man. There could be only one. Stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so go do that survey. Junio's ban list was dumb. Thanks to uh, Darren Cole, Josh, Jeremy, GR, and Ali, there are $10 patrons. If you want to support the show, patreon.com slash nexus at night. Uh, for the price of a cup of coffee a month, you get uh, a whole ass bonus show every week, and uh, you uh, get access to our Discord server if you would like to be thanked every week and get your stuff a day early. Ten dollars a month. So uh, at Nexus at night, also on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. How about the rest of us? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the uh, Two Gs Two Zs Wiggums. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Find me at Atlas Novak, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, or you can follow my YouTube channel, The Epileptic Comic. Uh, or if you want to check out my other podcast, Generation Dan, it's a comedy show about generational differences. 
uh, our episode this week that just dropped was a Seinfeld showdown where we did like a fantasy sports draft with Seinfeld episodes. Um, so I somehow managed to lose with the contest <laughs> against I mean, the Puerto Rican day. How do you look, lose to the Puerto Rican day? It is what it is. <laughs> well, it was about how well you argued it. And uh, I haven't won an argument since 2010, just in general. Anyway, so yeah, thanks everybody for listening. And until next time, I was Atlas. I'm still Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.